Shalom Rach, welcome to everyone. Bez Hashem, continue with Mishtrun Simon Kuf Aleph Siv Beis. This is Shimon 248. I believe we are in the middle of Mechav and Siv Beis and discussing Shetzarich Lechavim Mecholabrochis Vishyochlis Pal Vicholoshin. That a person is permitted, you have to have Kavan with all, in all the Brochas and is permitted to dive in, in a different language. And we'll have to clarify exactly what that means. It doesn't mean ideally you can dive in a different language, um, but you have the page number there, Barry, in the English edition? Um, but, uh, what, page 135, 136. 135, 136, thank you. Um, so, the Mechaber tells, I believe this, we're up to, if you can't have Kavana when you are diving quietly, because we had mentioned a person should not daven in his heart and not just look at the words, but he has to say them. Davening means you're saying the words, and at the very least, you're moving your lips. So if a person, let's say, has laryngitis, and he can't talk, and he can't hear what he's saying because he pushes, does the words don't come out, at the very least, he should be moving his lips and say the words in that way. If he's not able to have kavan if it's so quiet, if you daven so quietly, now we're talking during Shemana Esrei, he is permitted to raise his voice well, now, what's the case we're talking about? That's only talking when he's diving by himself. That's not when he's diving by himself. But when he's diving with other people and he raises his voice during Shemun Esrei, it's Osir. It's forbidden. Why? The person's going to come and disturb other people trying to daven. The Ramah says, Let's say a person is dominating his house, whatever reason it might be, and he wants to remind them that today is, let's say, Rosh Chaydesh, so he says louder, he says, So we're saying in that case it's permissible. Generally speaking, Rav Yashiv is not of the, he's not so satisfied, so happy with that approach when the person is dominating with a minion, and then it's time for to say Yalaviyavi and Rashkhaidish for a person to say out Yalaviyavi. Now I will tell you personally I have been the recipient and benefit from people doing that. Because you, you forget sometimes. And when the person says Yalaviyavi, he reminds you. There I have seen also those that say it's okay, but Rav Yashiv did, did not like that. And the basic understanding is if you're diving to Hashem and speaking to Hashem, then why, why are you like thinking about other things right now? Right? You have to be focused and only on to Hashem. Says the Mishnah here in Sifkot Neches that Hataz Kosav, in regards to in regards to davening, you should daven quietly belachash. But if it's too quiet, you can elevate your voice a little. Kosav the im 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 yochol lechavim belachash. I will loy kol kach bekol mikri en yochol lechavim biyochol ispal biyochid bekol. So he explains like this: If you could daven quietly, but if you daven a little louder. You'll have more kavana. The goal, the focus here, and everything we're learning here is to have more kavana. So he says, so raise your voice a little. But at the same time, re- remember, don't disturb the person next to you. Sif cotton test, like via koiloi, va airi da filo imashmiya koiloi, be mixas, gamkin lo yuchal lechavin, di lavach is also. So the Mishru is explaining that the only reason why he's permitted to raise his voice a little more. A little higher is so that he can focus and concentrate. But if not for that, it's also he should not be raising a voice too loud at all. And he says here in Sif Kadir, but Sibur number ten on the bottom in the Mishnah Rura, 
But tzibur is also. If you're down with the tzibur is also. Afilu lashmiya koyla b'mikzas v'koshigin labiya koyla. Even if your voice is heard a little, and and uh, it's interesting. This week's parsha, parsha Yisroi. You were talking about Yishma Yisroi. So Yishma, we spoke earlier. Yisroi heard. Here we have to make sure the person next to you does not hear Yishma Yisroi. This is between you and Hashem. Okay. I want to share with you before we go further. I want to share with you first of all the Zaya Kodesh, the Be'er Lacha brings down that the Zaya Kodesh says as follows: She magbia koyla betfilo kol kach ad shechaveir yochel l'shmaya ein tfilosli nishmas l'mayla. That if a person, oh, I didn't see you on earlier, Rabbi Achmiel Yosef, and I'm glad to see you right now because we discussed this yesterday. That if a person davens is magbia koyla if Ruvain is davening and he elevates his voice to the point where it's disturbing you. This Ruvain who's davening, his tefillah is not accepted by Hashem. What is he doing? He's focusing on himself and davening, davening. In the meantime, he's disturbing the other people. Now, let's make a kosher in here. If when the person's davening, and he's disturbing other people and they can't daven, his tefillah does not go up and is not accepted by Hashem. How much more so? Chas v'shom, people are talking and disturbing people for doing something they're not supposed to be doing during the evening. How much more so their tefillahs do not go upstairs in Shemayim and are not accepted by Yeshev. Okay. Now, the Be'er Lacha says further, the Osi Lemitrid, I mean, sorry, rather, Yochel Ispalo Bechol Loshem. So before you see the Be'er Lacha, let's go to the Mechaber in Sif Gimel, at the top of the page, number three, where he says, Yesh Oimrim, Shabaroish Ashon of Yom Kippur, that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Motilashmiya Koilom Bitfilo, Afilu Bitsiba. You are permitted, that it's permitted for your voice to be heard, even when you daven with it Tsiba. There are those who say this. However, the Ramah says, Vechenoigen, that is the custom, Mikomokim Yezaru Shaloi, like Bia Koilom Yoisim Yidai. Don't go overboard. So, if you think back a few months ago, comes Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur time, people put their talus over their head, they're, they're davening, but the, the, the sound is heard on and off here and there, and to some degree it encourages people, it gets the right aura, the right mood, the frame of mind of the, the, the days, the holy days of, of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Yom Neroim. Now, the Mishra says in Sifkot in Yeralef, number 11 on the bottom, I feel a bit sibur, lo oira we're saying is mutter. However, we're not concerned, he says, that the people would be confused in the davening. Why? Since they're holding a sitter in the machzer, so they're not going to be confused when they hear your davening. Which brings us to a question now. Is it only that the person who's davening he shouldn't daven too loudly because you might be diving without a sitter. But if you daven with a sitter, so you won't be disturbed, you won't get confused. It gives a little of a connotation like that. However, there's another argument to say, it's not the fact that I'm not diving with a sitter. I have my sitter in front of me. The issue is what? That if I hear his voice, I can't be concentrating. Just like right now, there's, there's one shit going on. One voice is being said. If you have one other person coming in and talking, it's, it gets confusing. If you go to base medrash, when everyone's talking base medrash, you can hear a lot of voices. That's not a problem. Then you focus on your chavrusa. So that's that's part of the issue 
that that we have over here. But on, on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we're saying, perhaps you won't be confused. However, the Mishra concludes from the Magid Navarum, it's still best on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to still daven quietly if you can have Kavana. If you can have Kavana when you daven quietly, still on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, best to do so. However, don't ra- if you want to daven a little louder, don't raise your voice too much. This would be putting himself in the category of the false prophets. It says by them, and he called out with a loud voice. One person is going to confuse his next person, a friend next to him. The chazan that raises his voice to arouse people to have more kavana will hadvarim and to hear the words well. Shaper avdi, they're doing the right thing. The ikar tefila shleich tzibur niskano dafke b'kol rom because the ikar tefila of of a chazan is the chazan's point is to say things out loud. Achein oisim shoisim kein kedei laharis koylom vadi oisim. If you have a chazan who is showing off, showing off, unfortunately, everybody has the Sahara, and sometimes the chazan is going overboard with one of those tones. That's of, of course, that's not appropriate. That's not my Sahara because I don't have that chazan's voice. Okay, I have my own Sahara. Says the Mechaber at the top of the page, Siv Dalit. So we have to clarify what this means. So let me let me explain to you outside first, and then we'll see the words inside. Ideally, everyone should be davening Eloshan HaKadosh. Eloshan HaKadosh is extremely powerful, even if we don't understand what it means. And we say, we're talking specifically here in Ashman Esrei. We have to try to make sure we understand at least, the very least, the first bracha, which is not difficult. Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. So you have three words right there that mean the same thing. Elokei. You have also Elokei before that. However, what if a person does not know how to daven in Lashon HaKadosh? So, just as long as it's not Aramaic, and I don't think we have to be concerned about it over here, with anybody davening in Aramaic. Bruce, you daven in Aramaic? No. Okay. So, the reason I, not Aramaic, because the Malachim don't understand Aramaic. What this means, I can't tell you. But the Malachim don't understand Aramaic. They weren't given, Hashem didn't give them that CPU unit to understand Aramaic. Now, one can daven in different languages. However, it's not ideal. And he should not do it, the Chassam Sebi says, he should not do it on a regular basis. He should not do it on a regular basis. And then the Chassam Sebi is going to discuss something which historically with the reform movement that they would they would change the, the whole davening into English and not only that, then they want to put, or they did, make the Chazars, the whole davening aloud in English. And he says, this of course is awesome. This, is, of course, is Aser. Now let's see the words inside. Yochol lispal v'choloshen shiirsa. The top of the page, Sif Dalad, you can daven in any language that you want. Now what does this mean? V'hanimili, that's b'tzibur. That's when you daven with a minion. And look at the benefits of davening with a minion. Because when you daven with a minion, what happens is like this. A minion means 10 males over 13. Hashem says, if you have 10 Jews together over bar mitzvah, I'm going to come down and listen to your tefillah. Yeah. And that's why if you dive in Aramaic with a minion, it's not a problem. 
because we don't need the malachim to be the messengers to bring our tefillah to, to Hashem, because Hashem's right there. Hashem understands Aramaic. Just as an aside, before you know it, this is going to be, be Pesach. Right? Purim is around the corner, and then there's Pesach. It's brought down in Svarim HaKadoshim that on Pesach, Lel Seder, HaKadosh Baruch comes to everyone's Seder. The importance, the power, the seriousness of the night is that Kodesh Baruch comes to everyone's Seder. He says further, By an individual, he should only dive in Kodesh. That's when he's asking for his own needs. An individual should also dive in Lashon Kodesh. And I also want to point something else out. Lashon Kodesh does not mean modern Ivrit. Those are two different topics, two different languages. Lashon HaKadosh is the language that Hashem created the world with. The modern Hebrew is the language that was put together in the, in the 1900s, early 1900s, for for different reasons. But that's not that's not Lashon HaKadosh. Now, when are we saying that a Yachid should daven that's when he's davening for his own personal needs or for a sick person or al Shumsar that there's a tragedy. But a tfilo, which is which is set for the congregation of the tzibur to daven, even the individual can daven that in any language. And then there's a lenient opinion that says that even when the individual davens in any language for his own personal needs, he can daven that in any language he wants, just as long as it's not Arami. That's the words of the Shulchan Aruch. Now we take a look at the Mishtur and Sif Katnit Gimel. Number 13 on the bottom. Yochol Lispal B'Choloshin However, the best way to do this mitzvah is to daven b'loshen hakodesh. Look at this now. The Chassam Soifer in Orachim Simon Peiv Dalar and Peivav Sheherich Bekam Rayos. He brings many proofs. The Mashetir Lispal B'Choloshin. This that the Shulchan Aruch says you can daven in any language. That's only once in a while. Not on a regular basis. But to daven like this in any language on a regular basis, but and to put a chazan up there to daven in any language they want, German, French, Spanish, English, whatever it might be, this is 100% forbidden. That he should daven on a regular basis in a different language. He says further, And for different reasons, they put the language in the language of the land, and one Avera brings to another Avera. He's talking about the reform, conservative movement over there that, that they went off. They did not say the bracha of Vikavseinu Me'arakan Fayisa Oritz. 
This is the Chassam Sefer talking now. They said, we have our Jerusalem here in Germany. We know this. And we know what happened afterwards as well. And they stopped saying, There's not a Muslim Sefer here. This is the Chavetz Chaim and the Mishnur here now. And the Chassam Sefer is explaining, because they did one thing wrong, the next thing continued on the wrong path. Same way they want to forget. Yerushalayim kein roitz mashkech loshen hakodesh miYisrael. They also want to forget loshen hakodesh. Why? Pen yigalu b'schus shaloshinu es loshinim. This is Parshas Yisrael this week we mentioned. We know one of the reasons that we merited to come out of Mitzrayim is because Chazal tells us shaloshinu es loshinim. We did not change our language. They spoke loshen hakodesh. The understanding is that if they change the language, they're going to intermingle with the other people. And when you want to inter- intermingle, they go into intermarriage. Once they're intermarriage, there's no reply. So, Chas Hashem. HaKosh Baruch Hu Yishmereinu Mideus Epikorsius Ke'elu V'ayme Be'erlocha. HaShem should protect us from these incorrect mindsets, these wrong heretical approaches and he says, take a look at the Be'er So let's do that. Let's take a look at the Be'er Lacha, which is Yochel Yispal B'chol Loshen, which is right over here on the page. Okay, this is all right next to you. Very small. Very small, that's right. It gets smaller. So he says, So Magen Avram is now quoting from the great Seva Chassidim, one of the Rishonim, the Mutavli Spala B'loshen Shemeven, it's better to daven in a language which you understand. If you don't understand Lashon HaKodesh. Now, who wrote the Be'er Lacha? The same author of the Mishnah the Chavetz Chaim. So it sounds, wait a minute, didn't you just say not to do that a minute ago? So let's clarify. Let's continue going. That's the word it is, the chapter 588. It's only if the person is a God-fearing Jew and he wants to daven in the, the language of his of his mother tongue because he wants to have more kavana. But if it's not the reason like that, he should not daven in his, his, his mother language, mother tongue, the language he knows. But he should daven in Lashon Why is Lashon Kodesh so special? It has tremendous powers, greatness over any other language. This is the language that Hakadosh Baruch Hu speaks to with his prophets, with his neviyah. When Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a conversation with Shmuel Hanavi, it wasn't French. It wasn't in Spanish. It was in Lashon HaKadosh. For Chazal Amru, Chazal tell us, the Lashon HaKadosh never oilam, the world was created with Lashon HaKadosh. G'dachsev l'zoyis yikari isha ki me'ish l'ukocha zoyis. Brings a pasuk in regards to Chava, the creation of Chava, that is all through, the world was created with Lashon HaKadosh. V'gam k'shetiknu k'nesak doilam. When Ashik Nesadela established as Nusachat the text that we have for Shmaina Esrei, how you may have the essence of Kenu, may him come in the Vim. There were 120 elders, the Kenim, Sadikim, 
And some of them were even prophets, were Nevi'im. V'heima nimnu al kobrocho and they put together certain words and certain combinations specifically that connect to the highest levels up in Shemayim. With tremendous secrets and secrets. The Chsam Seifer says there's no two tefillahs that are the same. Now what does that mean? So if I had to tell you before you knew this, that there are no two snowflakes are the same. Be like, oh, come on, that's impossible. But that's what they say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never tested it out. I don't plan on doing it. And they say there's no two what? Fingerprints that are the same. Right? Yeah. You know, I was just looking at a QR. Is that what they call the QR thing? The scanner thing? Yeah. Right? QR code. QR code. And I said to myself, like, eventually you're going to run out of the QR codes. No, I'm saying, like, now I was thinking, like, but... Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, to me, they all look the same. A bunch of jumbled dots, right? <laughs> Those are all misholim that can help us understand that the power of tefillah is so great. It's beyond this world. Nevuah is that the person is leaving, to some degree, this world. And it was created with this prophecy. So that's why the Chassam is saying we can begin to understand the power of tefillah. It's beyond this world. Listen to this now. This is a very important line. In this edition that I have in front of me, it's underlined. That's because I underlined it. Okay? And it says, When we dive in the Lashon HaKodesh, Even if we don't know what the words mean, Our tefillah is accepted. Turning the page, ki ateves ba'atzmon, the words themselves, poyolin kiddushosin lamayla, they accomplish so much kiddusha up in Shemayim. It's like the master key. You know, there are different keys for these different rooms over here. But then you go down to the executive director. He's got one key for everything. He doesn't have to carry around 50 keys anymore. Loshna Kodesh is the master key, ma'ashe'en king kishim spam balaz. As opposed to when a person davens belaz in, in a different language. Now I want to tell you something else. I want to tell you something else. If you daven in a different language, the place can explain, you have to make sure you understand that language. And if there's a word in English, let's say you're davening in English, and you just don't know what the word means, and you say that word, it's like you didn't daven it. Because you don't know what you're saying. If you came to a word in Lashon HaKadosh, and you didn't know what it means, it still goes up, it still works. That's the master key. And I'm not suggesting you pull out your dictionary during Shemon Esrei. You know, what does this mean? But what we should be doing, ideally, is add to our learning schedule, like we discussed in the past, to know what davening, what the davening means. Just the basic Perish is the words, what they mean. Okay. That was a very powerful Be'er Lacha, which we don't see in all these Be'er Lachas, but very, very important. Let's go back inside in the Mishnah Ruro. In Sivkot in Yud Dalid, where the Mechaber told us that from the letter of the law, a person can daven in any language. We're in Simon Kuf Aleph Sivkot in Yud Dalid. Just as long as he understands that language, like we just explained clearly. But by Lashon Akkadish, he is Yaitse, even if he does not understand the language. 
And the Paisen discussed that at least by Berchus Ovis, the first bracha of Shemayna Esrei, he should make sure to understand that first bracha, like we said before. Elo Balashna Kodesh, in Sif Katan Tezvav, the Mechaber is telling us, When can a person daven in any language once in a while, as we saw in the Mishnah Rura? That's if he's davening with a tzibur, with a minion. But an individual should only daven with a Kodesh. Why is this? So it's not just Aramaic that the angels don't know, but it's also the other language as well. And here's the problem. If you're going to Davin, it means you're talking to Hashem. It's one of the most frustrating things you have when you have a conversation with somebody and, and you hear them and they don't hear you. And you there's like, hello, hello. I'm like, yes, I'm here, I'm here. And like, are you there? Yes, I'm here, I'm here. And it goes on and on until you have to hang up. And they go, they're like, what's wrong with your phone? Like, then you realize like, they press mute. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things, right? So, so he says here, the Malachim don't understand the other language besides Lashon Kodesh. So if you have a meaning of a tzibur, in tzvichim meilitz, shakosh baruch ba'atzim, b'kabot filosim. But when it comes to a tzibur, the power of a minion, you don't need a messenger to bring the tzibur up to Shemaim. The Mechavah then says, V'yeshem dahani mili, when do you need Lashon Kodesh k'shashoyel tzrochov? That's when you're asking for your own needs or you're diving for a chayla. Says the Mishra Sifkot and Tezayin. Shaloi b'fonov, when you're diving for a chayla, someone who's sick, not in front of the person who's sick. That's when you need a minion. But if you daven for the sick person, the person who's sick, in front of him, you can daven in any language. Why is that? Explain to the Mishnah. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is found there. Hashem comes to the bed of the Chayla. As we know by Yaakov Avinu, right? the Shechina was there. Yaakov was sick. He says further, which is kavua for the tzibur. So he says, the kavan shatfilo kavua the tzibur. Hakadosh Baruch Hu ba'atzmei poinei lehal Hashem. Hashem comes to that tfilo. Our tfilo should be shaloi b'zman. Hashem sim espalon, even if it's not the time that the tzibur is davening. But it's a tfilo kavua. Hashem comes to a set. Kavua means set tfilo. Sifkod yudches. Sifkod yudches. So he says over here, "V'yesh oim in the av yochid k'shashoyel tzrochov yochol lishol b'choloshin sheyirtzer chutz moloshin arami." That even the individual, when he asks for his own needs, the yochol af yochid k'shashoyel tzrochov, he can daven in any language. The svir luhu, this opinion holds that malachim akir b'choloshin. This opinion holds that malachim do understand every language. Rakshin is kachin laramis except for Aramaic. Aramis, yes. For this reason, the understanding was back then the women did not know Lashon Kodesh. That's why they could daven in any language. Arami, in a minion, you can even daven Lashon Arami. And that helps to understand that which it says that we daven Yikumporkon and Berich Shmei, which is Tefillahs in Aramaic, with a minion. So therefore, if a person would daven by himself, he should not say any of the yukumporkans, which are before Mosaf. We'll stop here with Simon Kof Aleph and Mitzvah Shem. We'll continue uh, next Simon Kof Beis next week.